What's up, everybody? I wanted to share with you today um, as my reflections on Pastor Gary's sermon. Um, it's one of his, uh, one of, almost the last sermon in the Culture Shift series. Um, and this week we looked at Daniel chapter 6 and Revelation chapter 4. Uh, and we talked about having a life of influence. And that's something that I think is, is important Um important for us to to consider because if we're not influencing um, in the sense of what this sermon talked about, then we're really not doing anything that we're called to do. Um, As God's people, it's our job to influence. Uh, And the fact of the matter is somebody is always influencing somebody. Um, There's not a a single time in anybody's life um, where they're not influencing somebody else's um, thoughts or behaviors or or even just opinions. Um, often we think very little of opinions, but opinions really do matter. Opinions, um, especially opinions of Christianity, of the church, and of all of those things that relate to God, opinions matter. Um, we don't want to represent God poorly. We don't want to live in a way um, that makes people think less or think incorrectly about God and His church. Um, That would mean inherently that we are misrepresenting God. And so this week, um, you know, as I studied this and as I pondered um, what to share with you all, what stood out to me is is something that um, one of the students mentioned, uh, actually, um, for our Wednesday night service. Um, We were talking about um, building the kingdom culture, and we were just discussing ways that we can actively build the kingdom culture. In other words, um, specific practical things that we could think of in our own lives um, by which we could contribute to the kingdom culture, by which we could contribute um, to promoting godliness in the world around us. Um, And one of the students... um, speaking of Pastor Gary's sermon, said that we should distinguish ourselves. In Daniel chapter 6, the Bible says that Daniel distinguished himself, and and Pastor Gary told us that that word used um, sort of gives the the image of a person wearing a brightly colored robe um, among a bunch of other people who are wearing dull colored robes. Um, you know, most of the people wore, you know, browns and tans and those sorts of things, but a king would have worn something like a bright purple. Uh, and so that word distinguish, um, when we speak of distinguishing ourselves, especially what the Bible said about Daniel, kind of carries that same idea. And so I pondered that and I thought uh, of what to say um, about distinguishing ourselves And so um, I'm going to share some of my thoughts on that, and uh, hopefully this blesses you and encourages you, but hopefully it also challenges you. Um, I think many of us are guilty of trying to live a passive um, Christianity, and what I mean by that is um, we go to church and we do our thing, uh, we go back out into the world and we do our thing there, um, but we don't make uh, a conscious effort. Um, you know, if we do something that is godly, we do it out of habit. We do it because that's what we do. Um, but on Sunday, we go and that's when we're active in our faith. That's when we lift our hands and all those sorts of things. And so, um, my, my, what weighs on my heart whenever I, I ponder this is that um, we go from place to place or from event to event with our heads down. 
on Sunday morning, we're faithful to lift our heads and our hands. We praise and we worship and we sing. Um, but really, that's not enough. Um, if we if we go out into the world, if we live our lives with our heads down, um, we're never going to distinguish ourselves as Daniel did. We're never going to stand out to those with whom we regularly interact. The people that we um, cross paths with throughout the week aren't going to see us as anything different, as anything radical, as anything um, distinguishable. There, there won't be a whole lot to distinguish us from any other person. Um, and, and I think that that is um, passive Christianity. But really, you know, speaking to the students last night, I told them um, there's really no such thing as a healthy, passive Christian. Uh, a Christian who is passive is a Christian who is not pursuing God and, and is not uh, pursuing a greater intimacy with their Heavenly Father. And, and that means that's a Christian who is um, who is not building the kingdom. And so, um, practically in my life, th- this, this carries a lot of weight. As a Christian, um, the word that, that stood out to me was the word moniker. So I bear the moniker of the Son of God. In other words, uh, my name is Adam, but as a Christian, um, I carry another name. Um, and so it's not my given name, but it's, it's a name that I carry um, almost as a banner. And so I carry the, the name of, of Christ, the Son of God. And the Son of God bears the moniker or the name of the Father. In other words, Jesus is our representation of God. The Bible says that he is the express image of God. And we are Christ's ambassadors. And so God uses us um, as Christians, as Christ ones, as Tim Tetelis says, um, God uses us as part of his representation here on earth. Uh, And so when we live a passive Christianity, um, we are either covering that banner up, we we leave that banner at home on the shelf or at church um, in our seats uh, that we try to save for ourselves, Um, or we are carrying the banner but we are misrepresenting the name on the banner. Um, And so if I fail to distinguish myself, I fail to distinguish the God whose name I carry. And that carries a lot of weight. It's one thing to say that uh, maybe I don't distinguish myself, maybe I don't stand out. It's really no big deal if I don't stand out. I'm not all that important. But because I carry the name of God, Christian, the Son of God, Christ, because that's the name that that follows me around everywhere I go, um, that's the name that... um, I have chosen to wear by receiving salvation and calling myself a Christian, um, calling myself a child of God. Um, Whenever I fail to distinguish myself, even though I'm not all that important, the name that I carry is um, monumentally important, and I'm failing to cause that name to stand out. The word distinguish, in fact, um, means to stand out, Uh, and, and that I think maybe makes a little bit more sense to us. Um, Whenever I think of the word distinguish, I don't think of the word holy, but in fact, both of those words have the same meaning. Um, To be holy is to be set apart. To be distinguished is to be set apart. To be holy is to stand out from the rest of the world. The word holiness doesn't speak of a perfection that we have attained to, but rather it speaks of a gap Um, that exists between us 
and the people of the world. That holiness speaks of that distance between me and the world. Um, And the reason there is that distance is because I have been called out by God. Um, and, th- and that word distinguish means the same thing. Um, you know, if, if the king were to walk through a crowd of people in Daniel's day, um, though he might be within a foot of the people, really, because he's the king, there exists this gap between him and all the other people. Um, it might not be a visible gap. Um, our eyes not, might not be able to perceive it, but the color of his robe would express um, a difference between him and those other people. So it's not that we isolate ourselves from the world, um, but in fact we find ourselves, uh, we place ourselves purposely, actively, in the world and among the people of the world, but dressed in a different kind of robe. Rather than being dressed in the robes of what the world wears, the dull robes that um, have no distinguishing marks or characteristics, um, we go out into the world as God's people, We go out into the world um, clothed in, um, rather than robes of purple as a king would wear, we go out into the world clothed in robes of white, um, the white righteousness of the Son of God, whose name we bear. Um, Just as we bear his name, we also bear his robes of righteousness, the Bible tells us. Um, And so I spoke previously um, about how we go to church and we lift our hands and, and we lift our heads Uh, And we praise God in a very active and a very demonstrative way. And then we go out. And and so something that we say a lot at River of Life is, um, you know, we are the church gathered on Sunday. But on the other days of the week, we are the church scattered. Because, of course, we know that the building isn't the church. But we, as God's people, as temples of the Holy Spirit, we are the church. And that word church that we translate, whenever we read in the New Testament, um, the word actually in Greek means uh, a called out people. It speaks of a group of people who have been called out. And so again, we find that definition that is represented by the word holiness, represented by the word um, distinguished. And so we are distinguished. We are holy and we are the church. If we are not distinguished, we are not part of the church. And I'm not saying that, um, you know, if you have one bad day, that means you're excommunicated. But what that means is you are not representing God in the way that you should whenever you live even one day um, that uh, causes you to not be distinguishable from the rest of the world. Um, If we are not distinguished, we are not holy. If we are not holy, we are not representing the church. We are not representing God. And so until we learn how to be that robe of purple in a world of sackcloth, we fail to honor God's command and subsequently we fail to bring him the glory he deserves. And so I want to challenge us to distinguish ourselves. I want to challenge us to um, think differently about the way we act. And and again, that's something we talked about with the student ministry last night. Um, And I want to challenge um, you all who are listening with the same thing. Um, Learn how to distinguish yourself. Um, Learn how to stand out. Uh, You know, we don't have to look crazy. We don't have to look... um, like we're, you know, we've got some kind of mental health issue, um, but we have to look different. And the only way for us to look different is to be purposeful. The only way for us to look different is to avoid passiveness at all cost and to to strive to be as active as possible. Um, and again, being as active 
in our faith as we possibly can be doesn't necessarily mean that we're being as demonstrative as we can be. We don't have to walk around um, waving a Bible in front of everybody. We don't have to, um, you know, tattoo a cross on our forehead. We don't have to do anything uh, ridiculous like that. But we do have to carry the name of Christ because we have received salvation, and inherently that means that it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And whenever we go out um, trying to cover that, or go out um, forgetting that and, and trying to leave it on a shelf at home or in our seats at church, um, we, we do a disservice to God. Um, in fact, uh, as I said before, we are not being obedient to God, which means that we're not bringing Him the glory He deserves. Um, and, and that's the whole point, is to bring glory to God. Um, that's why He's given us, even though we're not perfect, even though um, we're broken, we're really not capable of, of a whole lot on our own, um, God has called us all to be His people so that we might represent Him on earth in such a way that even through our brokenness, He might um, receive glory and he might be exalted and his name might be lifted high. And so I encourage you to think differently about the way you respond to people. Think differently about the way you answer people's questions, the way that you um, react to, to people's actions, um, and just think differently about the way that you behave um, today and this week. Because whenever we think differently about the way that we behave, whenever we give thought to our actions and our, our thoughts and our words, that's when we begin to live an act of Christianity. Um, so many of us run on autopilot. You know, we get up and we do what we got to do and we go to work and we get work done and then we go home. And it's so easy to run on autopilot, especially, you know, if you if you have the kind of job where you do the same thing every day, um, you have a very similar routine. And I think that's probably most of us. Um, we all have a very similar routine every day um, for the most part. And whenever that's the case, it's so easy to just do that routine without really giving a whole lot of thought to it. Um, but no matter how mundane or monotonous your job is, no matter how um, repetitive or ordinary your daily schedule might seem um, day in and day out, I encourage you to give thought to your behavior. Give thought to the way you think, the way you speak, and the way you interact with other people. Um, and, and I assure you that as soon as you... Um, Go before God and say, God, I want to commit to give thought to my ways today, to give thought um, to everything that I do today because I want to learn how to bring you glory. God will meet you there, uh, and he will enable you through the Holy Spirit working in your life to be able to do what he's called you to do. Um, the fact of the matter is, um, I spoke of us being clothed rather than in a robe of purple. We're clothed in the robes of righteousness, the righteousness of the, of the Son of God. We can't clothe ourselves in that. And so with that thought, um, in mind, we can't really do anything to distinguish ourselves. But what we can do is go before God um, with a humble heart, go before God with a desire, express to Him um, to distinguish ourselves and to stand out for Him on His behalf because He died on our behalf. He gave us life. Um, and whenever we do that, um, He enables us. The Holy Spirit is the helper and the enabler, and, and I believe that um, whenever we do express that desire to God, um, he, he honors that and He meets us where we are. So I encourage you to do that this week. I encourage you to um, 
distinguish yourself for the sake of the glory of God. Distinguish yourself for the, the building up of the church and the sanctifying of your own self, um, that you may be made more like God. The church uh, may continue to grow and the kingdom of God continue to be built and to prosper here as we promote kingdom culture um, and as we ultimately uh, stand out for the sake of the glory of God.